Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show. It's a Thrive Time Show on the radio. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. It's all about you. 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 Say we bring the moon. Nation, welcome back to the conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio or your podcast download? I know many people who are just now tuning in. You might be saying to yourself, "What is this show?" Well, this show is business school without the BS. It's business school without the BS. There's so I many see times. What you did there. Well, there were so many times, Jeff, that you go to you go to school, you go to college, and you study with the with the most sincere of of goals and sincere of, of intentions, you want to study business, you know? So you, you study business because you want to learn how to start your own successful company or you want to you study management because you want to learn how to manage people. But that was me. What happens is at school, um, you, you where did you go to school, by the way? Oklahoma State University. Could you explain, because we're, we're breaking down specifically the steps needed to achieve success today. Yes. The six-step success formula. It's the six step success formula that napoleon hill writes about in his classic book think and grow rich on page 42 but will you explain what you learned about business in all sincerity what you learned about business while attending oklahoma state university so let's go with your number one your mm-hmm. number one what kind of business uh things did you learn there at oklahoma state on your first year as a freshman <laughs> at, did you live on campus at osu yeah i did in stillwater yep Okay, so what kind of things did you learn there? So first semester, I was uh, my freshman year, I was in Stillwater, and I think I had like comp one, some type of math class. Uh, I took intro to racquetball and tennis. Um, so basically, intro. Yeah. <laughs> so there's another class after that. Yeah, yeah. There's you mo- multiple. Get there's advanced multi- racquetball. Yeah. Okay, nice. mid-level racquetball and tennis. Um, so literally, uh, my first year, nothing about okay. business. Okay. Now the second year, because the second, the right. first year is probably just a setup. You know? Right. It's probably just a setup. It's probably just get a, you warmed up. We get you warmed up. Teaching you how to think. They're teaching right. you how to learn. You're probably meeting people. Trip. You're probably building lifelong relationships that you couldn't meet. Or you couldn't make those relationships anywhere else. I mean, you probably yeah. at the time that's definitely what you think. <laughs> you probably I mean, these are lifelong relationships because you know now in the workforce you never meet new people. Never, and never. It's and probably, the it's funny thing is, met a lot of people in college, and the only friends I still have were the ones I grew up with. I, I'm still friendly with people from college, but it's not like we keep in touch. So you're telling me you didn't meet the, you, you didn't have the time of your life and meet the people that no. you'll never they didn't have the fondest memories. Some people did, but I already was dating my wife back then, so uh moved back home afterwards and yeah, so Wait a minute. Are you saying you have to be single and promiscuous to enjoy the college? That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, yes, no. so all right. So <laughs> sophomore year, walk me through this while I, while I take a sip of Dayquil. Okay, here we go. Walk us through your sophomore year of Oklahoma State University. What did you learn about business? Okay, and so actually sophomore year, I Clay, don't chug the whole bottle. My goodness. No, sophomore year, I had actually changed schools. I got asked to come play soccer at a junior college. Um, and so I went up there, and it was the same thing. There was no – I think I had an accounting class sophomore year, if I remember right. That was maybe the you only – You really buckled down. That was the only business-related <laughs> class was a, like accounting, intro to accounting or something like that. So you really got serious. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take one class in two years that, re- that relates to business. Third year. Junior. Third year 
back at Oklahoma State, ended up tearing up my so you knee. Went back to, you went back to Stillwater. Yep, kind of a nomad. Um, so went back to Stillwater, and that's when I started getting into, I have a double major in marketing and management. Oh, so and you're so, double, double. Double time. Wow, so okay. that's when um, third, you know, uh, junior and senior year, third and fourth year, that's when I started getting into the, the actual quote-unquote business classes. Oh, yeah, so you're, now you're getting into the classes Marketing, that management, I mean, all that kind of stuff. Previously, just for a clear, you're previously you're taking like racquetball. That kind of stuff. You're yeah. screwing around. But now that you're buckling down, you're buckling junior down, year, junior Oklahoma year. State University, paying I don't, money to study business. Right. And I, I don't remember exactly um, the, the classes that I took junior year, but I do know that none of it was practical. Like it was all theory. It was SWOT analysis. It was this just kind of intro to typical business stuff. And the interesting thing was, so uh, like I said, I was a nomad. So between junior and senior year, I moved back to Tulsa and finished at OSU Tulsa. And I, I, I had a great time. I grew a lot as a person. Like, my college experience was awesome. Um, I just didn't learn any real practical knowledge that would help me grow or run a business. And I think I've shared this story with you before, so not to call anybody out, but I had some senior-level management classes. Right. And the teacher um, pulled me aside one day after class because I kept asking questions because my parents ran a business my whole life. My grandfather had a restaurant. My aunt and uncle had a, a cleaning service. and uh, So, like... Everybody around me was running businesses, and I'm asking her about, you know, how do you make payroll if your uh, clients don't pay on time and you've got a big payroll bill due, you know, on Friday and just things like that. And, and she holds me after class like, why are you calling me out in front of everybody? And I'm like, what do you mean? You're the professor. <laughs> like, it's called question answer. Like, I don't understand. And she was really upset. And I said, well, what have you done? What like what? She's 25, maybe 26 years old. Turns out she had never had a job outside of being a teacher on a college campus. She grew up going to just high school, didn't work through high school. She had never had a job, and she's teaching people about entrepreneurship, management, all this stuff. Furthermore, she's not – no one who's, to, who's in her fellowship or who she's getting her uh, uh, syllabus from has either. Right. And so what happens is is that college doesn't teach you how to run a business. It doesn't at all. And like These steps we're going through here, how easy would that have been to have a class over these six steps? Right. That are actionable, that things you can actually do that will better your life. Well, I want to give you a, an Albert Einstein quote. Oh. So, Chuck, that way you feel better and all the listeners feel better. I, I need to feel better. Albert right. Einstein says, education is what remains after one has forgotten everything he learned in school. Mm. So, with the, the point is... I've forgotten um, everything. No. <laughs> pretty much all that is taught in school as, relate to, as it relates to business is typically just a racket. Right. It's typically not something that... Or racquetball. In your case, racquetball. <laughs> it's, it's usually something that does not. That was nice. Not usually not something that helps um, you at all advance in your business career. Right. And so, as we're talking about Napoleon Hill's six-step uh, system to achieve success, he says, step number one: fix in your mind the exact amount of money you desire. That's so important that you do that. Okay. You have to know the annual goal that you want to make uh, revenue-wise and your weekly goal. Now, step two. You want to determine exactly what you intend to give in return for the money you desire. So everybody at college, if I could have my own college course and break it down, I would say, you all now have to have a skill. You all have to have something that you can do, a problem that you can solve for the world in exchange for the money you seek. I don't care whether you sell refrigerators or you make refrigerators. I don't care whether you sell welding or you are a welder. I don't care whether you sell baseball lessons or you play baseball. I don't care whether you are a dentist or you're the person who works for the dentist selling the services. I don't care what it is that you do. I just need you to do something. 
I don't need you to graduate from college with a general understanding about how business works. I need every single person in this class to have a skill. So I'm going to provide in our next class a list of skills, and everybody henceforth, we cannot talk about business until you have a skill. Right. So you want to do coding, plumbing, photography, videography, haircuts. I don't care. But I want optometry, auto auctions, mechanics. I don't care. You want to be a banker. But everybody in our next class, tomorrow's class, we must choose a skill. (laughs) And then if you guys don't choose a skill, we will not have any more classes. So class one. We want to determine how much money we want to make. Class two. Now, I'm writing down on the, to make it fair for you guys in my college course, I'm writing down next to the skill how much money you can make per skill. There I'm writing go. down next to, say, hey, you want to be a doctor? This is how much you can make. You want to be a dentist? This is how much money you can make. You want to be an optometrist? This is how much money you can make. You want to be a welder? This is how much money you can make. You want to be, and I, and I would list them out. And then I would say that would be the end of our classes. Tomorrow, you guys can choose your skill. Because you can't pay the bills if you don't have any skills. Oh. You can't pay the bills if you don't have any skills. You have to. Now, once you can pay the bills with some skills, then you can start to delay gratification and save money and build a business which scalably offers those skills to the universe. Can we break down what you just said real quick? Yeah, you, well, you, you can't pay the bills. If you don't have any skills. I mean, there's so many people out there that have a general understanding of business, but they can't do anything. That's true. And I was meaning like the delay gratification. Part. Oh, okay. Well, I think there's some people out there that need to hear this because one thing that I've really learned, A, I was fortunate. My parents were pretty good at this, uh, running a business, bootstrapping a commercial construction business. We talk about this all the time. That's a tough industry to bootstrap a business in because you have crazy, the boots. crazy payment terms. But if you cannot understand the concept of don't buy this yet, okay, yes, I want whatever this is, but don't buy it yet, you're going to be in trouble if you're trying to grow a business. Because at some point, you have to have a war chest. You have to have a pile of money that's going to get you through a tough time. And if you don't delay those guys, what I see it all the time with people that get into money a little bit, their business starts to be a little successful. They're getting some big checks in for their first time. And it's super exciting. It's awesome. You get a big check in the bank and you want to go out and buy something. Contractors is where I see it the most. Yeah. I need a new equipment. I need a new truck. I need a new, all this stuff. And no, you don't. You don't. You got this job done without all that. Let's get a few more jobs done and save that money well i see with contractors all the time because a contractor will receive a large amount of payment for one particular job but that money wasn't um profit for you to spend that money was used for was supposed to be used for supplies right needed to be able to do the job or materials needed to be to, to, to do the job and so i see a lot of people that come into a little bit of money as a contractor and they're not good at knowing what jobs still owe them what jobs have paid in full, and they end up taking their cash on hand and spending it, which we call cash flow management. We'll have some future shows on that, yeah. but it's so important that you learn to delay gratification. Now, move number four of Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, on page 42, his success formula. He states, you want to create a definite plan for carrying out your desire and begin at once whether you are ready or not to put this plan into action. Ah. And I just think a lot of times people don't have a plan. It's it's they they have a big goal, which it's so important that you have a goal. Right. It's so it's so important that move number 1 that you determine how much money you desire, and it's important move number 2 that you determine exactly what you intend to give in exchange for the money. And third, it's important that you determine a date but fourth, you've got to have a definite plan. That's really what we do for 
business owners. Right. I mean, that's what we do. So we have a business owner. Jeff, can you kind of explain how the 13-point assessment uh, works? So yesterday, yeah. you had a group of, of people. We won't mention their industry, but they came in from Oklahoma City. Right. And you sat down with them and did a 13-point assessment. Yes, we did. And then uh, went over their goals. And can you kind of explain what the 13-point assessment covers, kind of generally speaking? Yeah. And then what what the next steps are? Yeah, so we get in, and the whole point of the assessment is to let us know, as, as business coaches, where you are in these areas in your business. And the cool thing is, almost everyone I do uh, with a prospective client, they kind of sit back and go, I'm, there's a few of these areas I never really thought about. And it, it kind of opens up some new doors and ideas for them. But basically what we do is we sit down and we immediately start going over um, you know, goal re- uh, revenue goals. Where are you for this one-year revenue goal? What's your current revenue? Let's see how many deals do you need to break even? What's your average price per deal? And we just break this stuff out real soon, and then you get into you know the the reason. Let's let's f- focus on your big why. What goal? Why do you want to do this? Why do you want to go through the heck that can be starting and growing a business? You know what I mean? Um, and then we get into you know rating their existing marketing and branding and their sales conversion systems and their hiring and their management skills. And so we really just kind of uh, put it all to paper. We get all of the things. Things that they have going on in their business, put it on paper so we can really evaluate where they're at and create a plan to get them to where they want to go. And so what happens is after you do the assessment, then that gets to me. Right. And I make a business plan for each and every Thrive client, a specific detailed step-by-step. This is what we need to do. This is the path. This is the proven path that you need to take to move from where you are to where you want to be. And if exactly. you feel stuck, I would encourage you to go to thrivetimeshow.com today. That's thrivetimeshow.com today. And I would encourage you to book your tickets for our next in-person two-day workshop. It's two days long. It's 15 hours of power. And we'll teach you everything that you need to know to start and grow a successful business. Get the get your tickets today at thrivetimeshow.com. Just a young gun with a quick fuse. I was uptight. Want to let loose. I was dreaming of bigger things. Want to leave my old life behind. Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show. Spaces made for radio and not TV. Talking everything from play to Z. Auto watches, banks, haircuts, and glasses. You want to sell me body sold to the masses. No classes or prerequisites. Just business school as raw as it gets. It's a Thrive Time Show on the radio. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. All about you, all about you, all about you, all about you, all about you. Yeah. Say so we bring the boom. Yes, sir. It's Ian Clay, broadcaster from the box in the 918. Mr. School in the topic today. I check the syllabus is getting you paid. I make the business boom is what we do. You can do it that I show you. I'm a father of five. Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I'm heavily hopped up on DayQuil today, and we are super excited to be talking to you about this six-step success formula outlined in Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. And I'm joined here with Eric Chupp, one of our business coaches today. And Eric, I want to break down step four, which is create a definite plan for carrying out your desire, and begin at once, whether you are ready or not, to put this plan into action. Oh, yes. So I want you to think about the good folks at Keystone Harbor. Yeah. And we only work with one of each industry in each city. So it's we're not going to be working with like 17 
harbors in the same city or the same, same region. lake. Right. Because <laughs> what we do is we our, our clients tend to dominate their niche. We're like a, like a secret weapon. Yeah. Like a, like a move that no one else has. It's like a secret ingredient. It would be like... Having being a, the star running back on two teams, it just doesn't yeah. work. Ooh, that's weird. So you want to make sure that you understand that that's how our business coaching program works. And in the ex- and, and there are exceptions where clients we work with say, "Listen, I'm capped out. I really can't uh, do any more business than what I'm already doing." And so I don't mind if you work with a competitor in my niche. Or there are certain uh, you know niches right. where the client is so broad in the services they offer that really you couldn't lock down a whole industry like that. We do everything. <laughs> but for Keystone, yeah, for Keystone, I want you to break down, what have we done for the Keystone Harbor guys? I mean, if you think, if you just kind of go linear from from left to right, think about first with the branding and then mm-hmm. the marketing and then the sales, kind of walk us through some of the things you've been able to work with those guys on, because they're diligent doers, they're True. great guys, and it's been a really a pleasure and honor to serve those guys. They're listeners, they're members of the Thrive Nation and I think it'd be awesome for all the folks at home just to know, you know, what we've been able to help those guys accomplish as we're teaching Napoleon Hill's six-step success formula today. Well, when they first came in, the main problem they had was that they had built this basically brand new uh, marina on Keystone Lake. Yeah. And two things: they had a uh, they had open slips that they needed to you know that people park their boats in, and they've got boat lifts in them and stuff um, that they needed to fill up. And they had a rental boat and jet ski fleet that they had not. They just got them. They didn't know how to market them. They didn't know how so to So it's kind people. of a deal where they, they knew there was a market there. Right, right. And they knew that they, 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 there, was, there was money they, they, could, they, they could acquire. So right. Talk about the steps here. Step one, they determined how much money they wanted to make, I'm sure. Right. So they had their they, – they, the, that was a good thing about working with them. They're an established business. They've already created this same business model on another lake and sold it. So they were working off of a plan. They they knew what they needed to give. Step two, they knew exactly what they needed to give and to, to make this happen. So and, they, they knew the step two. They knew right. what they were going to give in exchange for the money they wanted. They right. knew they were going to give away – uh, they knew they were going to rent out jet skis and boat slips, and they knew the value they were going to add right. in exchange for the money they wanted. They were going to have to pay money to build the marina in the first place. Right. You know what I mean? So they had to have that investment. Then step three, they have goals and dates for when you know they just hit a goal last year, and now they're expanding the marina. Bam. So they hit it, and now they're going to add more slips out there. And then uh, we, I helped them create their plan because the, the problem was, hey, we've got all this new stuff. We've got this awesome new facility. We've got all these new boats to rent out, but there is a bad um, taste in the mouth of people for Keystone Lake. People think it's like a dirty lake. People think it's not very good because half of the lake is fed by some really muddy uh, rivers. So it's all brown. But the other half of the lake is actually really pretty. You've been out there. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a really nice lake. And so we needed to come up with new branding. They had a nice logo. They had a good look. But we had to get the message out there of what the place is. So if you go to KeystoneHarbor.com you'll look and see on there and, and I'm pretty sure their tagline, I'll look it up, but it says new, clean, close. Like that's just the, right across the header of the of the website. So we helped them come up with that because we just wanted a succinct, just easy to remember type um, tagline for people to know about. So we went through and redid their website, followed all of Google's canonical rules, made sure that everything was built so that now they're top for terms like Oklahoma marinas for um, just different stuff like that. And then the main thing we did after wrapping up all the branding was so put, one is we had to get them to the top of Google. Right. So we got them there. Okay, we got them to the top of Google. Got them to the top of the Google Map as well. All right. All right. So we we helped optimize. 
customize their website. Right, right. Then we had to go in and get their branding tight, make it look sure it looks really sharp. Exactly. Come up with the tab taglines and the branding, and then we had to shoot a video on their website, right? So you could see what their site, you know, you could see, you could experience the lake right. firsthand. Right. Uh, photography. We did the branding. Um, we did. I think we helped them with some one sheets. I mean, so there's a lot of branding that happened. A lot there. of branding that happened. And, okay, and back then to you. We had to expand that branding into now advertising. We had to create an, an advertising campaign, and so we came up with three really good deals for their, you know, one for the jet skis, one for their um, new boats that the pontoon boats they had, one for they have a slide boat. It's a big party type boat that has two slides off the back for kids parties. It's just uh, a super fun thing. Nobody around really has that, so that's kind of their purple cow. They have this event boat that people can rent out and get twenty people on and go out and have fun. So we had to create some deals to get out in front of people and advertise with to let people know, hey, we're here. We're here. And once the people came out, they got the golden look, they wow them because the place really is clean and new and beautiful. People love to come back. I want to I want to brag on those guys and I also want to brag on the time in which we live because Woo. we're in a time right now where digital advertising is now a thing. It's not a theory. I mean, you can actually advertise on uh, Facebook, where you can go after and reach your ideal and likely buyers so specifically. Uh, as an example, with, with Keystone, how many leads could we generate per week, roughly, for those guys during oh the peak gosh, season? Oh my gosh, peak season. I'm going to, if I remember correctly, it was like around 80 a week. 80 leads a week. Yeah. And how much money did it cost? To They're spending those? like 40 or 50 bucks. So you're spending, like, let's just say, you know, spending fifty dollars a week and you could generate fifty leads. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I, I, that was for three campaigns, so it was like a hundred, maybe around one hundred and thirty to one hundred and fifty dollars a week. So one hundred and fifty dollars yeah. for about fifty leads. Fifty. So it's like three dollars yeah. leads. Yeah. Three dollars yeah. per lead. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Because when I built DJ Connection, I mean, you had to buy a yellow page ad, which was like several thousand dollars. Right. And you, by the way, you couldn't just pause it one week if you were full. You had to turn those ads on because they, they printed the phone book. They're not reprinting for you. Right. <laughs> and so it was like they're going to get rid of all the phone books. Okay, we've got a phone book recall. Everybody turn your phone books in. we got new ones coming out. Clay Clark has they a new did, ad. And even if they did, the cost of printing them would be exorbitant. The $10,000 no, uh, phone books here. So digital advertising, I mean, the fact that you can reach people now specifically through YouTube, and you can geo-target them. So you can make sure that the ads on Facebook are only shown to the people who are the ideal and likely buyers. You can make sure that the people, the only people who see the ads in Google are the people who are searching for boat rentals in Oklahoma. And it sounds like a pretty ideal and likely buyer. If somebody is on Google searching for a boat rental in Oklahoma, they're probably looking to rent a boat. And these think? are things that we can help you do. We are your total turnkey solution for digital marketing right here on the Thrive Time Show. My name is Clay Clark. I'm absolutely passionate about your success, but I cannot help you. If I don't get a chance to meet you. So I invite you to book your tickets for our next two-day in-person Thrive Time Show workshop today by simply going to thrivetimeshow.com and purchasing two tickets. They're just $99 a piece, and we're on pace to be sold out. So I encourage you to book your tickets today. Stay tuned to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. Welcome to the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. It's the Thrive Time Show on the radio. Yes, it is. Eight. Business school and the topic today. Hey. The check the syllabus is getting you paid. Hey. 
right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark, and I am heavily medicated today on DayQuil. How many people listening to this show right now, you have experienced that cold weather shakeup? You know the shakeup where when the weather gets cold, all of a sudden you wake up going, you're shaking. Hey, my core temperature. <laughs> well, you're shaking. Your 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 core temperature is down. I mean, Chuck, have you? I mean, today when you were driving to work and you've been driving to work all the last week. I mean, have you ever had any days in the last week where you've thought my core temperature is down? Every morning of last week. Really? Last week was freezing. After your New core Year's, temperature was, was down. I was down running mid eighties. No, I'm just kidding. I was. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I mean, did you? Yes. Did, did you get where your core temperature gets down? Yeah. Does that I mean, happen I, to you? It's pretty cold. I have a I have a puffy coat that I wear that keeps me. Pretty but I mean, warm. does your core temperature get down? <laughs> this is something that Kramer talked about on Seinfeld. Right. But does your core get down where you feel like you can't get it up? Sometimes, sometimes. How do you get it up? That that big puffy coat. No, or, but once it gets down, or I take a soak in a hot tub. You do, the, you do the soak move? The soak in the hot tub. Is that what you <laughs> yeah. do? Seriously? I love the hot tub. Or the the uh, the sauna. You ever do a sauna? Oh, I want to do a sauna. They got one over at the Hub Gym. Oh, my gosh. There's all this new science. Luke over there at the Hub Gym, he can he can really preach one to you One of our clients, the, the, the sauna. Yeah. Apparently, you can burn like 400-something calories in like a half hour in that thing. And it's infrared. Whatever. Infrared. I think you can cook meat that way, too, on an infrared grill. So just be careful. But uh, nobody's been cooked in there so far. First off. The the hub gym is real. It is real. Nobody infrared <laughs> grills. Is that a real thing? Yeah, they like they apparently cook at like seven hundred degrees, so you can really sear that top layer and keep them. You know the the raw in the middle. Ooh. Are you being serious? I'm so serious. I I know nothing about this, so oh, I man. feel like right now what you're doing is you're leading me. I'm a grill. I would never. I would never impugn the art of grilling by joking around, Clay. I'm a, I'm a grill master. I I used to work. I used to grill steaks at Molly's Landing when I was thirteen years On old. On an infrared grill? Nope. You straight flame, straight. That was pre. Back then, they didn't have that technology. This is new stuff. Really? Yes. Uh, how much is an infrared grill? They're more expensive. I'm Where are sure you hearing that. about this? I've seen them. All. I doubt it. <laughs> all right, so we're moving on. So, move number five. We're talking about the six-step success formula. Apparently, Chup thinks move number five is to buy an infrared grill. But I for I Chup. <laughs> I've never seen this before. I've never seen. I mean, I, I don't go outside ever, so I don't I mean. They're real, man. And the thing is, they um, they don't have like you can't see the flames. There's like a tray underneath everything that spreads the heat. And my thought is like that's going to be tough to clean. So that's why I never bought one. Well, yeah, and if you open it up, doesn't like a laser beam chop your body in half? I mean, <laughs> Luke Skywalker comes out and yeah. okay. So this is the the fifth the fifth move of the six step success formula. Write out a clear, concise statement of the amount of money you intend to acquire. Name the time limit for its acquisition. State what you intend to give in return for the money. And describe clearly the plan through which you intend to accumulate it. I'm going to read it again. Write out a clear, concise statement of the amount of money you intend to acquire. Name the time limit for its acquisition. State what you intend to give in return for the money. And describe clearly the plan through which you intend to accumulate it. Um, why is it so important, Chup, for somebody to write out a clear, concise statement of the money they want to acquire and then to name the time, to put a time limit on it, and then to state what they intend to give in exchange for this and to clearly put all their plan, but to do, to do all this on one piece of paper? It, yeah, why is that so important to put it on one sheet of paper? 
it's important to do that so then you can review that thing all the time and it will keep you from drifting. There's something about um, writing something down clearly and concisely, like he says here in the book, that uh, it really solidifies something in your mind. It's like this is a real thing now and you have something to tangible to look at and read to keep you from drifting. You know, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is when I'm doing it. And this is why I'm doing it. And so if you don't get that down clearly and concisely, it's just more of an abstract idea. So you got to go through all these steps before this, and you got to take all that information that you've gathered and put it into one clear and concise statement. I want to encourage the thrivers to think about this profound thought with me for just a second, because I think this is something that a lot of people um, miss, and I want to make sure that you get it. And so I encourage everybody to get a, get a pen real quick and write this down, because this is big. In the digital world that we live in, many people are losing their memories and their dreams. Mm. So what's happening is you take a photo of your kid, but you never sync it to your cloud or your computer, and you, you can't find the photos anymore. You took the photos, but you can't find them. You don't know where they are. And it's there's like, too many. And you say, gosh, where did that photo go? And you want to find it, and you, you've, you've kind of looked for it, but you just, you just say, I, I don't know where it is. And I see a lot of business owners that have these business ideas. They say, gosh, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to, on a daily basis, do step one, two, and three. And you've thought about it intensely. I mean, you actually have taken the time to think about your plan, and you've, you've really, really put the effort into it. I mean, maybe you attended a workshop of some kind, or you've read a self-help book this year, and you've really thought about, this year, I'm going to do step one, two, three every day. And if I just do step one, two, and three every day, I am going to achieve my goals. But what happens is, now, you know, Tuesday comes around, and you can't remember where you put your plan. Right. <laughs> Furthermore, you can't do the plan because you can't remember where you put it. And so it's the, the idea that you are now um, not remembering what your plan is, and then you're not doing the plan. It causes dissonance. It causes a feeling of where you kind of feel bad or like a loser or like an idiot because you can't find... You can't find your plan. Well, like we talked about earlier in the show, it's that competing idea. I, okay, I'm sitting down. I'm making my plan. I'm committing to myself that I'm going to keep doing this plan. And then you don't do it days later. You're like, ah, oh, I just let myself down. I lied to myself. And that, that creates that dissonance, right? So I would encourage everybody, if you're listening to this show today, I would encourage you to get out a sheet of paper and to write down your plan. And if you'll just put that plan by your mirror or somewhere where you're going to see it every day, your chances of success go up dramatically. Right. There's all sorts of studies. I'll just tell you anecdotally from my own life, everyone that I have met who has achieved big success has found a way to keep their goals in front of them so that they constantly see them and they don't, and they don't drift. Right. And if you've ever felt like you're um, drifting and you, and you don't know how to kind of get it together, I would encourage you to go to thrivetimeshow.com today and to book your conference tickets. But, we're, Chuck, we're giving away a $220 value True. for all the listeners. And really all they have to do to get the free tickets is they have to take it probably takes maybe two minutes maybe. to get the free tickets. Maybe. And all we're asking for is an objective review on iTunes. But break it down. How does the system work? And what are we giving away for the for the people who choose to give us a review? Yeah, so so go on online and search for Thrive Time Show and iTunes, or you can go on to the actual podcast player on your iPhone, um, and you'll search for Thrive Time Show. You open up the, the link that says Thrive Time Show, click um, open in iTunes, 
then you want to hit the subscribe button and then rate and review us. Give us the stars. Let us know some objective feedback, what you like about the show, what you'd like to hear more of. Screenshot that thing and pr- to prove that you uh, that you did it and email it to us with your contact info to info at thrive15.com. And you'll get two free tickets. They're $99 each typically and a copy of Clay's book, Thrive. $220 value and it's yours for free for the February 16th and 17th conference. Just send us that uh, screenshot of that review and you'll get those two tickets. And all you have to do is simply leave us a review on iTunes. My, my friends, I'm telling you, we want to see We want to meet you at the next in-person workshop. My name is Clay Clark. We come back. More of Napoleon Hill's success formula. Presenting the world's only business school without the BS. With optometrist and entrepreneur, Dr. Robert Zellner. And USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. To teach the proven moves, no hocus pocus Cause get rich quick is not a move But the proven system will make your life improve See I'm more than just a rhymer Like a horse with blinders Focused on the thrive time show is where you find us He be the Z and I be the C Teaching business skills from Clay to Z We both grew up poor but we're poor no more The goal of this show is to help you score So I couldn't see the light until my son could see But I learned to rock the mic in the high school scene Alright Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio My name is Clay Clark you're a co-host with the Mo'ost, and I have been absolutely downing some serious, some copious amounts of Dayquil, and so it, it is a thrill to be here with you today. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing things. I'm seeing visions. I'm well, That's just poems. me. That's just me, Clay. Oh, okay. My bad. I had too much Dayquil. <laughs> but no, in all sincerity, if you're an entrepreneur, you don't get any days off. Somebody tell me amen right there. No Somebody, days off. Somebody's listening to the show saying right now, okay, okay. I know what you're talking about. You know, Bill Belichick the other day uh, went on a, uh, not a rant, but a very specific... Uh, was it a tirade? Uh, no, it was a very specific declarative statement that okay. he made to his team that it was going to snow in Foxborough, and they have a bye week, and he explained to the players that no matter how much snow comes in, <laughs> it is no excuse for being even a minute late for practice. Right. And he said, if you need to stay at the Renaissance Hotel, do that. If you need to stay at the facility, do that. But being late is not an option. And the level of discipline that he has on the team is truly amazing. I mean, that's why they win all the time, right? Which is why we're going to be breaking down Belichick. Not not tomorrow's show, but after that. So we're going to go. Now, again, I'm just making sure the Thrive Nation's getting this, okay? Because this is huge. On Tuesday, we're going to be having another Think and Grow Rich edition. But then we are going to be getting into the Belichick breakdown. It's going to be the 52-week series on Bill Belichick. It could be 5,000 <laughs> weeks. I mean, it could be an epic game changer. But it's, it's how did Bill Belichick become the legendary football coach of the New England Patriots? What are his philosophies? How does he do it? Because year after year, they win. And one of the things he does is he's obsessed with team discipline. Things like being on time even on a snow day. And as an entrepreneur, you can relate to that. I mean, a radio show, if you're sick, who the freak cares? Show up. I mean, you just got to show up. Half of the game as an entrepreneur is just showing up. A lot of people don't show up when they don't feel good. But to be successful as an entrepreneur, you just have to a lot of times show up because the other guy 
won't even show up. Can I can I take that mindset to a completely different? We, yes. were, we were talking about um, yes. my college experience earlier in the show. Yes, yes, that, and that yes. was the best advice I got from my older cousin, the best man at my wedding. You know, one of my best friends in the world. He told me before I graduated high school, as I was graduating high school, no matter what you do, if you're partying, if you're doing, it, show up to class. Show up to class. Just show up. Just be there. Do not miss class. Because he was three years older than me, and we ended up graduating college at the same year. Because he spent his first few years skipping class. And he had to retake all that stuff. And I am honestly the only uh, one of the only people I know that I grew up with that graduated in four years because I went to every single class, even though I went to five different schools. Can I sort of joke about this real quick about yeah. college and entrepreneurship? Yeah. College, I mean, pretty much, didn't you just get a degree as a result of showing up? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and as a yeah. business yeah. owner, I mean, so much of it's just being consistent, just doing what you say you're going to do on a daily basis right. just being there showing up is such a critical aspect of running a successful company and if you're having a bad day if you have taken the time to plan out your systems showing up on those days you're not feeling well isn't as hard because things are going to be happening without you directly involved everything but you got to show up you got to be you got to take care of the stuff you're responsible for now move number six as we're breaking down napoleon hill's six step success story he has these six steps he breaks down for us here move number six is you've got to read your written statement aloud twice daily once just before retiring at night and once after arising in in the morning as you read see and feel and believe yourself already in possession of the money now some people really get weirded out by visualization and these kind of things and they say it's not christian or it's not um, you know, it's not right or it's not whatever you want to say. All I can say is I have yet to meet a successful entrepreneur who doesn't in some capacity do those six steps. And so, Chep, I want to recap for all the listeners again. Can you repeat the six steps? That way everybody who's listening can write down those six steps articulated by Napoleon Hill in the book Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich is the number one self-help book of all time. And in his book, on page 42, he lays out the six steps to success. And I'd like for you to be able to repeat all six steps so all the members of the Thrive Nation can get it if for some reason they missed a step or two along the way. Absolutely. And you can also check out the show notes at thrivetimeshow.com. Just click on the podcast. And we've got all these listed out here um, on this episode's uh, page. So the six steps are step one. You've got to determine the exact amount of money you want to make on a weekly basis. On so a weekly basis. How much money do you need every week to hit your yearly goal of how much money you need, okay? So an example would be uh, with Barbie cookies, how many cookies does she need to sell every week at 50 cents per profit per one? we got to find those numbers out. True. Okay, step two, determine exactly what you intend to give so what you tend to give up, what you intend to give in return for the money you desire. Um, are you going to be willing to give up time? Are you going to be willing to give up some friends that aren't the best influence? Are you going to need to get some training done? What are you going to give up in order to get that money you desire? Step three, establish a definite date of when you intend to possess the money you desire. So set that goal, but then attach a date to it so that you are actively working towards something. If you don't set this timeline, your goal will just infinitely be pushed and pushed and pushed because there's no urgency. There's no deadline that you're having to hit. Okay. So like we said, a goal is just a dream with a deadline. I think so few of people take the time needed to break down that big goal and put specific deadlines on each aspect of it. Yeah. You know, like little when, action when, items that you can actually do something with 
and yeah. then put put dates to those things. Like, by what day are you going to have your website launched? By right. what day are you going to have your performa done? By what day are you going to have and break down all those big ideas into small ideas, right? And then put deadlines on each one of them. Back to you. Step four: create a definite plan for carrying out your desire and begin it at once, whether you are ready or not to put the plan into action. So this right here, a little nugget, real quick. Action is awesome. We have an action bias. You got to get going. But I will say action without a plan can be dangerous. Okay. Yes. If you, you must plan your work and work your plan. If you just get out there and start taking action every day and you're not measuring, you're not refining your processes, then you're going to end up doing something wrong. So just plan it out and follow that plan. Okay. Now, step five, write out a clear, concise statement of the amount of money you intend to acquire. Name the time limit for its acquisition. State what you intend to give in return for the money and describe clearly the plan through which you intend to accumulate What it. he's asking you to do is take all those steps and put it on one sheet of one paper sheet. that you put on your mirror. Yes. Or put uh, somewhere where you're going to see it every single day. And move number six. Read your written statement aloud. That sheet you just created, right? Read your written statement aloud twice daily, once just before retiring at night, and once after arising in the morning. As you read, see and feel and believe yourself already in possession of the money. Now, there's a guy by the name of Bill Campbell that I encourage all the listeners to Google today. Bill Campbell. Bill Campbell was perhaps the most successful business coach of all time. In fact, I'd say he is the most successful business coach of all time. He was the, he was the business coach for uh, Bill Gates. And I'm sorry, not Bill Gates, but for Steve Jobs. Right. And he was the business coach for Steve Jobs of Apple. He was the business coach for Amazon and uh, Jeff Bezos. He was the business coach for Larry and Sergey and Eric Schmidt of Google. I mean, think about that. The, the guy who was the business coach for Amazon was the same business coach for Google, the same business coach for Apple. His name is Bill Campbell. He probably wasn't very good. How come I've never heard of him before? Well, Bill Campbell wasn't out there trying to solicit new clients. He was busy coaching those people. Right. And that is where, for, you know, for me, I've been coaching clients for years, and I just in the last, you know, six, seven years have decided to make it where we'll coach other business owners. But the one thing our business coaches won't do is we won't let you down. It's a big system. It's a team. And we're not going to like get you all motivated and then just disappear. That's why we have a month-to-month contract. It's not even a contract. It's a month-to-month agreement right. where we're going to help you grow your business. And if you feel stuck and you feel alone, I encourage you to go to thrivetimeshow.com today because we are here to help you. We're here to serve you. And we have four ways that we can definitely help you. We have the online school, which is just a dollar for the first month. We have the podcast, which is free. It's free. The podcast is always free. We have the in-person workshops, which are $99 per ticket. But if you want to get a free ticket, all you got to do is go to iTunes, subscribe, and leave us a free review and send us proof that you did it to info at thrive15.com. And finally, this is huge. We have one-on-one business coaching. So we're here to help you. We're here to serve you. We have the workshops. It's a game-changing thing. We're here to help you. We we want to help you, but we can't help you if we don't get a chance to know you. So I invite you, I encourage you to go to thrivetimeshow.com and take advantage of the tools we have have created for you. Amen. We always want to end this show with a bang and a boom. So without any further ado, here we go. Three, Three, two, one, boom. I should hit a wall. Right now I need a miracle Hurry up now I need a miracle Stranded, reaching out I call your name but you're not around I say your name but you're not around